The following podcast is a She Did It and SydneyNanberg.com production. Welcome back to the She Did It podcast. My name is Sydney Nanberg, and I am the creator and founder of She Did It and SydneyNanberg.com, your self care and mindset resource. If you are listening to this, thank you because you are committed to investing in your own personal growth and development, and I appreciate you being a contributor to this community. My intention is to consistently share valuable information and lessons to help you live a fulfilling life. I want you to come here looking for inspiration and leave with the tools you need to take on whatever it is you are going after. Achieving fulfillment starts with taking the first step, and you're doing it. Hey guys, what's up? It's Sydney, and thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate you tuning into another episode of the She Did It podcast. I started the She Did It podcast blog and community to be a resource that I never had, and I love being able to share my life lessons, tips, and tricks with you, and I am so grateful that you have taken time out of your day to be present and here with me. My goal is to bring you the most possible value, which is why if you listen to the end, I am making some major changes, so get ready. They're all good things. Today, I'm talking about why we don't start why we don't start a lot of things in life, and how to make that change. This episode is going to be packed with great insight, stories, tips, and ideas that you can implement today. Starting now, so it's the beginning of December, the episodes are going to be a bit longer, packed with even more value than before. So again, like I said, listen to the end to see what the changes are. But before I get even further, let's dive into today's episode, and I can't wait to share this with you. So the other day, I was cleaning up our kitchen, and I noticed a huge pile of dishes that were left in the dishwasher. This personally happens to us quite frequently. I'm a neat freak, and Pedro is not as organized, and I like to put the dishes in the dishwasher as I use them, and Pedro just puts them in the sink and lets the dishes pile up, right? So here I am in my kitchen doing everything but the dishes. I keep looking at the sink full of dishes. I know that I need to do the dishes, but the thought of it is so overwhelming that I come up with other things to do to avoid it. And I'm such a neat freak, but let's be real. Who likes doing the dishes? And if you're listening to this and you're like, I like doing the dishes because I know that there's people out there like that. Just try to envision the analogy I'm trying to make here. So I started thinking to myself in this moment, why do we let the dishes build up? So here I am standing here in my kitchen in front of the dishwasher and the sink with the dishes that have built up. And I'm thinking, why do we let the dishes build up? It's such an easy task. It takes less than 10 minutes, yet it's something that most people cannot stand, you know? We let the dishes build up because we cannot stand doing them. That's why. But what happens when we let the dishes build up? We get overwhelmed when it comes to actually having to do the dishes, right? And when do we end up doing the dishes? When we run out of dishes and need to eat. Essentially, we allow ourselves to get to the point where we are left feeling overwhelmed without dishes and then have to pull ourselves together to do the dishes. What does this tell us? In life, we'd rather have the end result. We'd rather have the dishes dishes done in a clean kitchen. We'd rather just have that $10 million house. We'd rather just have our yacht. We'd rather just take that trip. We'd rather just have that successful business. We just want the end goal without putting in the work. And that is the truth. 
we get super excited and motivated about the end goal, but can't get ourselves to take the actionable steps on a consistent basis to make them happen. Here's the thing. Doing the dishes isn't hard work, but we want to have a nice and clean home, right? The dishes are just one of those tasks we don't necessarily enjoy, but when they're done, we get that nice and clean home. The same rule applies in life. If we consistently show up to do the tasks that we need to do to get the end result, we become more efficient and avoid feeling overwhelmed. When we are consistent in our actions to get that end result, we don't have to worry about the dishes building up because they are being put away on a consistent basis. In order to get that end result that we dream of, I'm not saying it's that clean kitchen, I'm just saying like in life, we either put in the work or we hire someone to do it. Without putting in the work, we end up in a place where we let these tasks build up to a point where we either don't do them or like I've said now, we just get overwhelmed. This process delays our success rate, does not accelerate growth, and feeds our poor habits. The truth is that the little tasks aren't hard work. Are they always fun? No. Do they make life easier and better in the long run? Yes. When I was looking at the pile of dishes in the dishwasher and in the sink, I couldn't help but think, why do I feel that this is so hard? Why am I telling myself that this is so hard? And why am I allowing myself not to put a better system in place? Our actions are a reflection of our mindset. I hate doing the dishes, so it's more likely that I'll put them off, right? If I think about doing the dishes in perspective, it makes the task easier. Create systems, improve your habits, and watch your life transform. That is the idea. That is the analogy here, okay? So listen, let's get real and talk about life. I've worked really hard. I've had really good times. I've had really bad times. When I'm having a quote-unquote bad time, I reflect, I sit down, and I write out a list of what I like and what I want. The same list every time. It's titled, What I Like and What I Want. Sometimes things change. Sometimes I refer back to old lists. But the first step that I take is I write down what I like and what I want. So when I'm looking at the dishwasher and the sink full of dishes and I'm stuck and I, I don't know where to start even though I know where to start but like I just don't know and I'm overwhelmed and I don't want to do anything but I want to. I think you guys know what I'm saying. The first thing to do, and I'm not talking about with the dishes, that was just an analogy, but in life, is to sit down and to write, what do I want and what do I like? And every time I write out that list, I notice a pattern. Uh, The pattern is simple. I'm going to get really real and vulnerable right now and share a few things on my list and then explain it to you. So a few things on my list. I love receiving messages that people are happy because of me. I love getting and feeling inspired. I love making money. I love traveling. I love having nice things. I I enjoy creating ideas. My list is often pretty short because I look at those things before I could even continue and I'm like, okay, that's fine. But those are end goals. In my mind, at least, those are end goals. Things that I should have on my list are, you know, I enjoy photography. I enjoy writing. I enjoy being at the beach, right? But for some reason, my mind goes to the big picture and the end goal, like many of us. Um, and I, because I already know what I like and what I love, I go to things like this. And it's not that I'm, you know, shallow or all I care about is money and nice things and whatever, you know, I, and just receiving messages. I also give a lot, but, you know, these are things that I have on my list and I'm just going to be open about it. So 
you know, it's kind of like what I said, life is like doing the dishes. We want the clean kitchen and we don't want to do the work. So here I have all these end result things of things that I enjoy. But, you know, it's not that I don't want to do the work because I do the work. But when I have those quote unquote bad days, I create these lists and I realize that maybe the way I'm going about doing the work isn't right for me. So I know what I like, right? I know what I want. I know what that end goal looks like, but for some reason, I'm not starting something different. I'm stuck. I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm, not, I'm having a bad day. I'm not in a good place. And that just tells me right there, and that should tell you that maybe the way you're going about what you like and what you want just isn't the right way. It doesn't mean that what you like and what you want is wrong. It just means that maybe there's another way to go about it. So I know what I enjoy, but the way that I'm getting there isn't my path. So what do you do next? This is part of what stops us from taking action and doing things in life. We know the end goal. We know it's going to take work. We, what we might be doing might not be doing, you know, might, it, it might not be right for us. Whatever is happening right now, what we're doing, what we're not doing, it, it just might not be right for us. But we have to find a way if we want the end goal to become our reality. So here is what you do next. Get your notes ready. You break it down. Okay, let's use my example. This is the example I'm going to use throughout the rest of the podcast. I have other examples too, but the first one. I love receiving messages that people are happy because of me. Okay, so ask yourself. This is where you guys want to take notes. What am I doing and saying that they are finding valuable, that the people that are sending me messages are finding valuable? What am I doing and saying? I want to get really specific here. Well, I'm producing podcasts and blogs and putting out my opinion and and real-life shit. That's what I'm doing that's resonating with people, okay? These questions, remember, you need them to apply to yourself in your own life, but I'm just giving you an example. So I, that's, that's what I'm doing, and that's why they're finding it valuable. Asking yourself that will help you determine what you enjoy and what you don't. Yes, I enjoy producing podcast blogs and putting out my opinion. Then where's the problem, right? You know, if I'm doing what I enjoy doing, and now listen, I enjoy a lot of what I enjoy doing, and there are a lot of things that I don't enjoy doing, but what I'm trying to get you to do is work off of a list of what you enjoy doing to really get to the root of what you want to do, and then separate it to what you don't want to do so that you can be organized and create a fulfilling life that is systematic, okay? So here's the problem. Because sometimes when it comes to doing what you love to do, it requires doing a lot of things you don't want to do, just like I want to, I love having a clean kitchen, but I don't want to do the dishes, right? So I personally put a lot of pressure on myself to produce four podcast episodes a week and seven blog posts a week, and I don't want to disappoint anyone, you know? I want to give value. I want to give everything to my audience, and I'm afraid that if I don't, I will never be successful in this realm. That is truly how I feel. I feel that I am letting everyone down if I don't do that. I feel that, you know, I have to keep up with what everybody else is doing. And now I ask myself, is what I'm feeling the truth? And what is the worst case scenario? Okay, so again, guys, you can ask yourself these questions and you can apply them to your own life. I'm just walking you through how I think and how I break this down so that I can start. Okay, so the truth is that I put my I put a lot of pressure on myself, um, and I do it myself. And if I don't do that and I produce less content, 
I can still be successful. That's the truth. There's no reason why I can't be. The pressure is internal. It comes from years of feeling as if I wasn't enough. And I am being super real in this. I'm always super real, but I'm really just putting it all out there um, because I think that it can help you. You know, being able to become self-aware and understand this about yourself by asking yourself these questions is absolutely valuable because you might have this really great idea like I did to create this podcast, blog, and community, but then there comes all of this pressure, right? And then all of a sudden it's unenjoyable. Okay, and then you're sitting down and you're writing down a list of what I love and what I don't love. This is if you're going and you're already doing something you love. Again, you can apply this to if you're in a place where you don't love something, maybe you're at another job and and you don't like it or something just isn't going your way in life. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you do. There are always going to be things you don't like and it's all about putting it in perspective and asking yourself these questions so that you can become self-aware. So I put this pressure on myself and asking yourself these questions is absolutely valuable. Now what's the worst case scenario? That I don't make it? That I don't become successful? That I don't get to help people? That's fear. That's not the worst case scenario. In my mind, that is the worst case scenario. But that's not the worst case scenario. Because once we remove fear, we can come up with new ways to achieve success with what we want. Maybe it isn't in the way that we are currently going about it, right? But maybe there is a way that makes more sense for your lifestyle. The point is, and it doesn't that doesn't mean don't put in less work, by the way. I'm, I'm getting there. The point is, you need to challenge your thoughts and what you want and dig deep, as deep as possible. When you allow yourself to do this, you allow yourself to reach new levels. When you feel stuck and you aren't starting, it's time to reflect. It's a clear indication that it's time to reflect. You need to go deep, not generic or just, you know, the surface, no simple answers. Why do you love the things you love? What about the things you love makes you love them? This takes this exercise to another level and helps you come up with practical steps to achieving what you want. So, for example, for Pedro, let's go back to the dishes analogy. Is it practical for him to always put the dishes in the dishwasher as he finishes eating? In my mind, it's practical. For him, it doesn't work. And therefore, every time I bug him, hey, can you put the dishes in the dishwasher after you eat? It drives him crazy. It's not that he doesn't want to put in the work. Well, one, he should form better habits, if you want my honest opinion. But there are other ways where we can compromise or come up with different systems where it can work, okay? So I want you to get to the bottom of it so that you can achieve what you want. And again, the dishes is just an analogy. But let's go back to the dishes for a second. When we look at the sink full of dishes, we feel stuck, at least in my opinion. No one wants to see a sink full of dirty dishes. You know, I feel stuck when I look at that. You know, nobody, a lot of people don't want to do the dishes, but you have to come up with a system that works before you keep repeating the same cycle over and over again, the same thoughts in your mind over and over again. Try new systems that work for you in your life and create new habits like I just shared in an example about Pedro. Challenge your old thoughts, bring in new thoughts, and be willing to struggle initially because it doesn't matter what system you try to implement to make your life easier It's going to be a change at first. We don't start in life. There's a lot of things we don't start because we allow our limiting beliefs to control our decisions. We allow our comfortability in life to dictate our future. You need to get uncomfortable. You need to take time to reflect. You need to take time away. You need to become self-aware. You need to challenge your thoughts. You need to challenge your beliefs. You need to go deeper than the surface. 
That's why people don't start because they allow their limiting beliefs to control their decisions. That's why they don't start. And then what happens is that everything builds up. It's overwhelming and you're not going to start. You're not going to do anything. It's harder to take action. You're more overwhelmed. You're more all over the place. It's like doing the dishes. And if I'm being totally honest, that list that I shared with you of what I like and what I want just shows the end result. Like I said, now what I love right now, it's not what I love right now. It's what I want in the future. We are so focused on the future And I think a lot of it is because of social media, but we forget what we want right now. What do we want like right now in this very moment? Not, you know, I I get everybody the pressure. Oh, it's 2020. What do I have to do before 2020? But what do you want right now? What will make you happy right now in this present moment? In this very moment, is listening to this podcast making you happy? Is it giving you ideas? Is it giving you an idea to take action now today? Um, What are you doing right now that's going to make you happy? You're not always going to be doing things in the present that's going to make you happy, but the idea of this list is to create a list of what's going on right now. What is going to make you happy right now? How can we take advantage of that to become the best version of ourselves for the future? That's where you need to go with this list of what do I like and what do I want. You need to go to that place. You need to be willing to put in the work. You need to be willing to take a hit. You need to be willing to make a change. You need to be willing to try something new. You need to be willing to get back up. So that list that I created where it was just the end result, you can create a list, whatever comes to your mind, but then I want you to break each one down and go deeper. I'm going to share with you what I did to get back up after feeling knocked down, defeated, overwhelmed, disappointed in myself for not being able to deliver the best quality in my opinion and, you know, basically kind of a mess. In that moment where I just didn't want to start something new, um, this is what I did after creating that list. So I'm going to use the first example still on my list of what I like and what I love. I love receiving messages that people are happy because of me. Okay, so this is what I did. So I created the list. Okay, this is I, I got my end result is what came out of the list of what I like and what I want. Great. I am receiving those messages because of the content that I put out. And if I don't put out, like I said, four episodes of this podcast per week and seven blog posts a week and daily social media posts and stories, I'm afraid that I'll fail. Now, I've reflected. I've asked myself the questions that I just spoke to you about. Here's what I realized by doing this exercise. Okay? My life is changing. And you can apply this, like I've said throughout the episode, to your life in your own way. But this has given me a realization to dig deeper um, than just the what you want in the future, but also what you like and what you want in the present. But but doing this and, and talking through this with myself and journaling about it, here's what's happening. So I mentioned in the beginning that there's going to be a change. This episode isn't just to tell you about the change. It's to teach you a lesson, but it's also to let you know what's going to be happening and to show you and lead by example. As I mentioned, I, like I said, I love receiving messages that people are happy because of me, but it takes a lot of work, but I have a lot of pressure. Therefore, I feel like my podcast episodes all for a week and all seven blog posts um, a week and all of my social media posts, I feel like they could be better. Not perfect, but better. So this is what's happening. I'll be doing two She Did It podcast episodes a week. I will be writing two to four blog posts per week. I will be posting to promote the value that I provide within these blogs, podcasts, and anything else that I find valuable when necessary for free as a resource for you. I will spend time building relationships with you guys. 
more than I ever have rather than focusing on numbers and I will spend time focusing on developing amazing content. So every time you tune into an episode, every time you read a blog, you're always given value right now as it is, but it's going to be triple the value. If it takes you a little bit longer to read, that's okay. If it takes you a little bit longer to listen, that's okay. But you know that Tuesdays and Thursdays, you are going to be getting a shit ton of value and you will know the days that I'm posting on. I will keep you updated on social media. This will allow more time for me to interact with you guys. I kind of feel like I can't even interact with you guys because I'm just focused on creating content and because it's so much pressure, I just feel like it needs to be better, okay? So what I realized by doing this exercise and digging deeper is that I will actually be more successful taking this route. And it allows me to not feel as overwhelmed, which allows me to start. I will be able to create better content because I'll have more time to think about what I want to create. I will have more time to put ideas together and plan and give each and every post, podcast, and content my all rather than focusing on, I have to get this out. I'm focused on creating content that has the most possible value and resources for you. I'm able to take more time to promote my content among several platforms so that I can get my message heard. And on top of that, I can spend time creating the incredible resources that are just even more valuable and spend time connecting with more people as I've repeated myself a hundred times. Because that's what matters, right? What matters is that I love when you guys reach out and let me know that this impacted my life. I like that. So how in the present moment can I make myself happy? Well, I can take away some of the pressure and I can be more efficient. And by writing it out and creating this list, I shifted my focus, which allows me to become more successful and put things in perspective. So do you see the focus shift? And do you see how maybe you can apply that to your life with something you love based on an end goal or whatever it is? You know, I, I, you, I've said this in many podcasts, but you could have a list of I like, you know, the beach and I like this and I like that. And you can put together, oh, my God, I should be a travel photographer. I, I don't know. OK, this is just my journey. And I'm only sharing the lessons that I've learned because I can only share things based on experience. But I want you to follow in my footsteps because it works. Will my new blog posts and podcasts be longer? Like I said, hell Yeah. Will they be packed with even more value than before? Hell yeah. Does it mean that I'm lazy and working less? Hell no. If you have to take a step back sometimes and do things differently, it doesn't mean you're lazy. It doesn't mean you're working any less hours. It doesn't mean that you're less of a person. It doesn't mean anything negative. It's for the best so that you can be the best version of yourself and it doesn't matter what you're doing in life, whether it's a blog or a podcast or you're still working for your job or I don't care what it is. It doesn't even have to do with work. Okay, when you make adjustments, if something isn't working, it's so that you can be the best version of yourself and live a fulfilling life, which is what this is all about. What this means in my case is that I'm passionate enough to make a change to best serve the people who are sending me these messages, which is you guys, which are you guys, which is you guys, are, is are, I don't know. This is just a lesson that I learned and I want to share with you. A huge reason why we don't start is because of ourselves. So change it. Question yourself. Use my situation as an example. Are you happy at your job? Are you unhappy at your job? Why? What don't you like? What do you like? What would you do differently without fear? When you actually write these things down and you can have an answer and see it on paper, it's much, much, much different than just thinking it in your head. I can promise you that. Do you want to start your own business? What do you enjoy? What don't you enjoy? 
How can you eliminate unenjoyable tasks? What sacrifices will you make? How can you shift your mindset? If you feel stuck and you aren't starting, create a list of what you like and what you want. Break each down. Understand why you want those things. Understand why you like those things. Understand what it will do for your life and how you can achieve it. This is a great way to gain realizations to help you get to the next level. This is a great way to get organized. This is becoming self-aware. Self-awareness leads to success. And let's redefine success, by the way. Success doesn't mean a $50 million house. Success means happiness. There is nothing more fulfilling than happiness. Sometimes all we need is to take a step back and reflect, give ourselves time, take that day off of work and allow it. If we don't, we are hurting ourselves. We are damaging our potential. You need to put an end to that. With that being said, this is the start of a new beginning for myself, for you, the She Did It podcast, my blog, this community, and future. What does your future hold? What is holding you back? I literally want you to write down all of these questions that I'm asking and apply it to your life so that you can make a positive change and just start. I encourage you to listen to this episode as many times as necessary and take that time to become self-aware. Would you rather take some time off to become self-aware to better your future or would you rather stay comfortable yet in a shitty situation where you want more but you aren't getting there, where you have the system in place that isn't making you happy and it's stunting your growth yet you're comfortable but you don't want it? Put fear aside and do yourself a favor. That's typically at the root of all of this is fear. So take the time. In the big picture, it's not a lot, the amount of time that you'll take, and it's necessary. And if what you're doing isn't leading you down the path you want, it's obviously time for a change. You will thank yourself. Now, because this is a new beginning for She Did It, I'll be adding even more value to every episode. So today, I'm going to be sharing five of my favorite tips to help me regroup and start. You can apply this to any area of your life. It does not just have to be business. I have found that these five tips work really well for me when I'm at that place where I just need a change and I just I don't know how to change and I want to get started with something, which is the theme of this episode. So you already have my first tip, right, which is to create a list of what you like and what you want, and I have <laughs> I've talked about it for like 20 minutes now. But here are five extra valuable tips. Number one, and take notes. Number one, create a vision board or write out your visions. When you see what you want on paper, whether it's through photos or just your own handwriting, you are more likely to attract that into your life. Go to Walgreens or go to Amazon and order a poster board, some magazines, markers, glue, or just get a journal. Create your future, and if you are interested in the law of attraction and how to manifest what you want into your life, then I suggest you read the book, The Secret. It is also available on Netflix, so go check it out. Number two, take a day off and do something you love. I have to share a story with you. I recently surprised Pedro with a weekend away at a hotel in a different area in Miami that's not on the beach, just to kind of get away, like a staycation. And I thought that we were just going to stay in at the hotel and watch a movie and order room service, and it was just like a, to change up the environment, right? And that's what we love. And just we just wanted to feel like we were on vacation, and it was just a getaway. And I mean, who wouldn't like that, right? Well, what happened was really unexpected. You know, we're your typical old souls and we don't enjoy going out that much. That much. And we went out not only for dinner, which, <laughs> I mean, you're, if you're listening to this, you're like, what the hell, Sydney? You're like 25 years old? Like, that's a big deal. Yes, it's a big deal. We went out and we walked to dinner, okay? And not only that, but we woke up early, which I'm a morning person. I'm already up super early, but Pedro's not. 
And Pedro woke up early too and we went and we walked to breakfast. We looked at each other. I'm not even kidding you at breakfast. We looked at each other and we're like, you know what? I could see us living here and not on the beach anymore. I think we'd be really happy. And so about six months ago, we found this condo in this area that we liked. And we were like, if we are going to move here, this is the only place that we would move to. And I had contacted the realtor six months ago when we found it. We weren't really serious. It was kind of like, oh, we didn't really want to move. You know, it just, whatever. But I had the, the agent's number. So we're sitting at breakfast. We look at each other. We're like, okay, I think we could do this. And I said, you know what? It's 8.30 in the morning. I'm going to contact this realtor. I'm going to send him a text. And if he responds, and if he says, go see the condo now, I'll come meet you, then it's meant to be, which is very rare for that to happen in Miami, um, especially that early in the morning on a Sunday. So I contacted him, and he answered, and he allowed us to go and see the apartment in the morning. And I was like, it's meant to be. And we loved it. We put in an offer that day and we're moving. The point is, you don't have to go that extreme, but the point is that we took time off and the unexpected happened. Maybe you just take the day off and watch movies or you put a face mask on at home. Maybe you go to the spa. Maybe you go spend the day with family. Maybe you take an hour and go for a run. Take time for you. I'm giving you permission. It's okay to call in sick if you're working for someone. Sometimes it's necessary. You need that time for you, especially if you're like in just like a not the best place, you know, and or you just need like a refresher or you just need a change or you your system isn't working, okay? And even if you work for yourself, it's okay to take that time. You never know what you could come from allowing time off. And this is a perfect example. And yes, it happened over a weekend, but Pedro and I do work on the weekends, so uh, we work crazy hours. Number three, move around your furniture and purge your closet. Get rid of what you don't need. You don't need to spend a lot of any money or a lot of money. You really just move things around. It's been proven to make a difference. Um, get rid of old clothing or things that you don't wear anymore. Get rid of junk. Donate it. It's going to be refreshing. It's going to spark ideas. And it's just, it leaves you feeling more refreshed, which brings in more positive energy. And when you switch up your environment, you start thinking differently and you have more ideas, you're inspired, and it just leads to more of what you want um, in your life. Number four, do the opposite of what you want to do. If you don't want to go to the grocery store, go to the grocery store. If you don't want to do any of what I just mentioned, do it. If you feel like you don't want to do something but kind of feel like you should, I don't know if you've ever had that feeling, do it. If you do what you feel like doing in the moment but yet you're not in a place where you want to be and you haven't started doing whatever it is you want to do yet, then you got you have then the same thing is just going to continue to happen. You're in a vicious cycle. It's like kind of doing what scares you. I hated public speaking. I was so shy. So I did comedy improv classes. I ended up growing, becoming more confident, and my speaking skills improved. It led me to where I am today. Well, it was part of the reason that I am where I am today, but it challenged me to do something outside of my comfort zone that was different. I did what I didn't feel like doing, and I benefited from it, okay? So do the opposite of what you feel like doing. That'll kind of get you out of your your schedule and that'll help you to get to the next level. Number five, call someone you love and trust just to talk. I think it's important to make a list of what you want and what you like and get clear and journal and take time for you and do everything I'm talking about. But sometimes you're not ready and not everybody does things the same way. And sometimes just picking up the phone and calling someone that could give you a laugh is just a really great way to start and a really positive way to start this journey.
Okay, it'll fill you up. Now, I want to share a few resources I love for when I'm just stuck and not wanting to start and need an instant relief. You guys are going to laugh at this first one, but I've talked about it before. So number one, Play-Doh. Sounds childish, but having something in your hands reduces stress, anxiety. And for me, when I don't want to start something or I want to, you know, but I, I'm just anxious or I'm hesitant or I'm overwhelmed, it just having something in your hands, it really just takes away the stress and it allows me to get creative. So get Play-Doh. Number two, download the app Headspace. This is not sponsored, but I talk about it all the time. It's a guided meditation app, and I highly suggest it. Took me a few months to get into meditation, but going back to the theme here of being self-aware, meditation is where it's at. Number three, get a calendar you're obsessed with, or you can even use a calendar in your phone, um, and clean it up and get a notebook that you love, or use a task app such as Trello or Evernote to keep you organized. Staying organized reduces a shit ton of stress, and you'd be surprised how many of us could actually improve. It has made a drastic difference in my life. So I hope that you found this episode valuable. If you did, please go ahead and leave a review. I would be so grateful. It is a new month and we are just a few weeks away from 2020. So I thought I'd start making my own personal changes today. And it all starts with this episode. And I hope it inspires you. So get inspired, guys. Tuesdays are for mindset on the She Did It podcast. Thursdays are for self-care on the She Did It podcast. Stay tuned. Enjoy new blog posts Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays, and I will keep you posted with what's new, the topics, what's happening, my opinions, and more on all social media platforms. Don't forget to tag me in your favorite episodes on social media. Don't forget to message me with any questions. I'm here to help you guys. I'm here to be a resource for you. I want to engage with you. I want to help you. And thank you so much for listening to another episode of the She Did It podcast. Invest in you, put in the work, and see the results. Bye, guys.